Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by SpiritualRecharge.com. This is your place to experience unlimited peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. This is one of our archive episodes we thought you'd enjoy. It's from a series called The Awakening Experiments. Experiments in consciousness to ascend and enjoy being a spiritual being having a human experience. In these awakening experiments, Michael will share how to be in a higher state of consciousness while living in a sometimes crazy world. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now we'll hear from Michael. Today I was inspired to share a few thoughts with you about sacred time and the power of silence. We live in a world that is extremely chaotic and becoming more chaotic by the day. And there's always so many things that need doing and there's always some updates on the technology and always some messages and it just goes on and on and on. And we are spiritual beings. We're spiritual beings. And that means that we are fundamentally beings of divine light, divine joy, (laughs) divine good vibrations. That's what we're made of. The soul is made of light energy. And our original state of consciousness is infinite peace, infinite peace. And that's why when we feel completely relaxed, completely at peace. It's just such a wonderful feeling, isn't it? Just that, ah, yes, everything's just perfect. And when we're feeling very relaxed, very peaceful, very contented, then we don't have any thoughts about doing other things. We just enjoy being in that state because it's so enjoyable, because it's natural. But then when we start feeling stressed out or worried or have too many things to deal with, then we don't like that stressful feeling and we want to come back to our peace. So we like what's natural and we don't like what is disturbing to us. Now, We live in a world which is not aligned with our well-being because it's not how many how many companies or people or organizations genuinely truly honestly care about peace and well-being yeah it's a handful it's very very rare the world we live in is all about getting endless, tedious, silly things done that don't really matter and people managing chaos, it's a real disaster. That's why Aral and I are mostly offline most of the time. And, you know, we come back online on the weekends or every other week to, you know, check a few things out. And whenever I go back online, I'm just shocked at the state of things. It's just, it's like, it's like a major shock. When you, when you continuously bombarded with things then it's less of a shock because you become acclimatized to it when you get away for a couple of weeks or even longer and come back it really is a genuine shock to the system so I was just sitting here feeling profound peace and I wanted to help you to come back to that beautiful state of peace and share some thoughts on how to create sacred time because this is the key thing that's missing in the world today. Every single 
beautiful invention or anything of really high value in the world was created from silence and peace. All the greatest art pieces, all the most beautiful music, all the best inventions of science and technology, they all came from a state of profound peace. People were in silence where they could think clearly, they could allow themselves to be open to divine inspiration. And then from that space, these profound insights were able to be revealed. And when you compare that to today's society, it's literally the complete opposite, which is back-to-back-to-back endless distraction and interruptions of our concentration and sacred time. So if we want to have a spiritual practice, if we want to be part of this new generation of transformation, because the world is going through enormous transformation, the old systems are collapsing, There are a lot of crazy things happening and people trying to replace old systems with even worse systems. But then on the other side of that, completely different, is the creation of a new way of living, a higher level of consciousness. Human beings coming back to their original state of being, their original freedom, coming back to our original dharma. And in order to experience our dharma, our highest path, we need to create sacred space, sacred time to be able to nourish ourselves and develop these things. Anything worth doing in life deserves time to do it. And I can say for for myself that all of the best things that have ever happened to me in my life I used to be depressed, addicted to drugs and alcohol, confused. Then I had a spiritual awakening where I was pulled out of my body and I saw my future. And I could see what would happen if I carried on the way I was living. And I saw what would happen if I took a new path and had a path of divine peace and natural happiness And as soon as I took the first step on that new path, I was pulled back into my body and my life has never been the same again. And since that day, I've dedicated hours every day, at least one hour, often two, three, even four, five hours sometimes, for sacred time, sacred time for meditation, for remembering who I really am and what life's really about and connecting with God and feeling his divine joy and divine bliss and divine power. And what I've noticed is that in these sacred moments of time, I get wonderful inspirations and wonderful vibrations. So there's inspiration of of ideas and things that could be done And then there's vibrations, which are states of consciousness. It's like recharging the soul. It's like filling up with good energy. And when I act upon those inspirations and and divine vibrations, I've noticed that my physical life, my practical life significantly improves. So I've lived in the most beautiful places on the planet, the, the best parts of the Hawaiian Islands, the most exquisite places in, in, in the world, I've been traveled all over the world, had plenty of money and wealth to do whatever I want. I've been on my own timetable doing whatever I feel like for 15 years. So I've never had to do anything. I didn't have to like go on appointments or do all these things I don't want to do. I've had complete freedom for years and years and years. The only way that's possible is because of the silence. The silence. The silence has allowed divine ideas and insights to arise and for me to actually have the space to see them 
make note of them, and then act upon them. So this is what I want to share with you, is how can you do that? Because when you have this sacred space, and when you listen and you start connecting with this divine energy, you will get wonderful ideas about how you can do things differently in your practical life that will allow you to experience all sorts of wonders and miracles that you literally could not have imagined before. I had no idea all the amazing things that my life would present me with in the future. No idea at all. So this is, this is the secret to everything, is creating that sacred time, which is unfortunately horribly missing in the world today. So here's a few things that you can do to make this easier for you. The first thing is we need to get our mind back under control, our mind. If our mind is not under control, and this is a practice, then it's very difficult to really appreciate meditation and taking time for these things. So what we're going to do is a little practice, a little easy practice. We can all do it together. We have people here from all over the world. So we can have a little practice for two or three minutes. I'll share how to do it. And you'll notice a wonderful change in consciousness. So I'll explain how to do it and then we can practice it together. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to take one powerful thought, okay? Because when we think one thing over and over and over again, it develops an energy of its own and it starts to become a very nourishing experience and it gives us power it gives us energy it gives us good feelings it makes us feel much better in our mind and in our body and the other thing that happens is that when we think one thing again and again welcome to the spiritual recharge podcast brought to you by spiritualrecharge.com this is your place to experience unlimited peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul so get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle into this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. This is one of our archive episodes we thought you'd enjoy. It's from a series called The Awakening Experiments. Experiments in consciousness to ascend and enjoy being a spiritual being, having a human experience. In these awakening experiments, Michael will share how to be in a higher state of consciousness while living in a sometimes crazy world. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now we'll hear from Michael. Today I was inspired to share a few thoughts with you about sacred time and the power of silence. We live in a world that is extremely chaotic and becoming more chaotic by the day. And there's always so many things that need doing and there's always some updates on the technology and always some messages and it just goes on and on and on. And we are spiritual beings. We're spiritual beings. And that means that we are fundamentally beings of divine light, divine joy, <laughs> divine good vibrations. That's what we're made of. The soul is made of light energy. And our original state of consciousness is infinite peace, infinite peace. 
And that's why when we feel completely relaxed, completely at peace, it's just such a wonderful feeling, isn't it? Just that, ah, yes, everything's just perfect. And when we're feeling very relaxed, very peaceful, very contented, then we don't have any thoughts about doing other things. We just enjoy being in that state because it's so enjoyable, because it's natural. But then when we start feeling stressed out or worried or have too many things to deal with, then we don't like that stressful feeling and we want to come back to our peace. So we like what's natural and we don't like what is disturbing to us. Now, we live in a world which is not aligned with our well-being. Because it's not how many how many companies or people or organizations genuinely, truly, honestly care about peace and well-being. Yeah, it's a handful. It's very, very rare. The world we live in is all about getting endless, tedious, silly things done that don't really matter, and people managing chaos. It's a real disaster. That's why Arl and I are mostly offline most of the time. And, you know, we come back online on the weekends or every other week to, you know, check a few things out. And whenever I go back online... I'm just shocked at the state of things. It's just, it's like, it's like a major shock. When, you, when you're continuously bombarded with things, then it's less of a shock because you become acclimatized to it. When you get away for a couple of weeks or even longer and come back, it really is a genuine shock to the system. So I was just sitting here feeling profound peace and I wanted to help you to come back to that beautiful state of peace and share some thoughts on how to create sacred time because this is the key thing that's missing in the world today. Every single beautiful invention or anything of really high value in the world was created from silence and peace. All the greatest art pieces, all the be most beautiful music, all the best inventions of science and technology, they all came from a state of profound peace. People were in silence where they could think clearly, they could allow themselves to be open to divine inspiration. And then from that space, these profound insights were able to be revealed. And when you compare that to today's society, it's literally the complete opposite, which is back-to-back-to-back -back -back endless distraction and interruptions of our concentration and sacred time. So if we want to have a spiritual practice, if we want to be part of this new generation of transformation because the world is going through enormous transformation the old systems are collapsing there are a lot of crazy things happening people trying to replace old systems with even worse systems but then on the other side of that completely different is the creation of a new way of living a higher level of consciousness human beings coming back to their original state of being their original freedom coming back to our original dharma. And in order to experience our dharma, our highest path, we need to create sacred space, sacred time, to be able to nourish ourselves and develop these things. Anything worth doing in life deserves time to do it. And I can say for for myself that all of the best things that have ever happened to me in my life, I used to be depressed, addicted to drugs and alcohol, 
confused. Then I had a spiritual awakening where I was pulled out of my body and I saw my future. And I could see what would happen if I carried on the way I was living. And I saw what would happen if I took a new path and had a, a path of divine peace and natural happiness. And as soon as I took the first step on that new path, I was pulled back into my body and my life has never been the same again. And since that day, I've dedicated hours every day, at least one hour, often two, three, even four, five hours sometimes, for sacred time, sacred time, for meditation, for remembering who I really am and what life's really about and connecting with God and feeling his divine joy and divine bliss and divine power. And what I've noticed is that in these sacred moments of time, I get wonderful inspirations and wonderful vibrations. So there's inspiration of, of ideas and things that could be done. And then there's vibrations, which are states of consciousness, it's like recharging the soul. It's like filling up with good energy. And when I act upon those inspirations and, and divine vibrations, I've noticed that my physical life, my practical life significantly improves. So I've lived in the most beautiful places on the planet. The, the best parts of the Hawaiian Islands, the most exquisite places in, in, in the world, I've been traveled all over the world, had plenty of money and wealth to do whatever I want. I've been on my own timetable doing whatever I feel like for 15 years. So I've never had to do anything. I didn't have to like go on appointments or do all these things I don't want to do. I've had complete freedom for years and years and years. The only way that's possible is because of the silence. The silence. The silence has allowed divine ideas and insights to arise and for me to actually have the space to see them, make a note of them, and then act upon them. So this is what I want to share with you, is how can you do that? Because when you have this sacred space, and when you listen and you start connecting with this divine energy, you will get wonderful ideas about how you can do things differently in your practical life that will allow you to experience all sorts of wonders and miracles that you literally could not have imagined before. I had no idea all the amazing things that my life would present me with in the future. No idea at all. So this is, this is the secret to everything, is creating that sacred time, which is unfortunately horribly missing in the world today. So here's a few things that you can do to make this easier for you. The first thing is we need to get our mind back under control, our mind. If our mind is not under control, and this is a practice, then it's very difficult to really appreciate meditation and taking time for these things. So what we're gonna do is a little practice, a little easy practice, we can all do it together. We have people here from all over the world. So we can have a little practice for two or three minutes. I'll share how to do it. And you'll notice a wonderful change in consciousness. So I'll explain how to do it and then we can practice it together. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to take one powerful thought, okay? Because when we think one thing over and over and over again, it develops an energy of its own. 
and it starts to become a very nourishing experience and it gives us power, it gives us energy, it gives us good feelings, it makes us feel much better in our mind and in our body. And the other thing that happens is that when we think one thing again and again, we're not thinking any other thoughts during that time. And all those other thoughts drain energy because every thought we think is either giving us energy or it's draining our energy. And that's why so many people feel tired because the mind is causing so much waste of energy and they feel very, very drained. So what we're gonna do is have a powerful thought and not just a thought, it's gonna be a thought with a visual image because the mind is, is both words and images and sounds. There's a variety of things in the mind. So we're gonna focus on something and we're gonna think a powerful thought. So the thing we're gonna focus on is ourselves, the soul, the light, the soul that we are. So close your eyes for a moment and just imagine in your mind, and everyone can do this, just imagine in your mind a sparkling star, like the sun, like a sun, like a mini sun behind your eyes. Just see that powerful sun. Just imagine there's like a little sun, that's like a star, smiling and shining and radiating in your head right now. Beautiful light, smiling. It's got big grin, very, very big smile. <laughs> Such a big smile, so much joy. And just notice that wonderful light. Beautiful light just shining away, so happy. So just keep seeing that smiling light, very easy. We all know what the sun looks like. We've all seen stars. And we all know what it's like to have a big, big smile with lots of light. So the beautiful smiling, smiling light. And now what we're gonna do, keep seeing the light and just think in your mind, powerful soul. I am a powerful soul. So just see the light and for the next couple minutes, just think I am a powerful soul with this big smiling light. So you see the light, I am a powerful soul. Just come back to that, I am a powerful soul. And if you like, you can just think the word powerful soul, just pure powerful soul. Seeing that shining light, powerful, It's just one more minute, seeing that light, that shining powerful light with a big grin, big smile, powerful soul. I am a powerful soul.
And take a few deep breaths, deep breaths all the way in. And just let it go. Now, that was just maybe a minute, minute and a half or something. It wasn't very long. You might notice a shift in your awareness just by focusing on yourself because that light you're seeing is you. You are the light. You are the soul. And as we create space just to focus just on one thing, just one thing for a little bit of time, it creates a shift in consciousness. And so what you can do, I hope you can take some notes because, you know, of course we love doing these calls very much. And our aim for these calls is that you learn these things and then you can implement them. You can use them practically in your in your life. Even five minutes of just focusing on this one thought can provide you huge blessing in your life. Because during that time, you're gaining energy, you're gaining power. So write it down, see the soul that you are, that shining light, and just think I'm a powerful soul. Sometimes people don't do well with the word I am. Because when we think the word I, it tends to bring forth the image of our body, the word I, we've connected it to the body. So and then it causes conflict because you're basically saying, I, the body, am a powerful soul, which is conflicting language and conflicting meaning. And so that can cause stress. So if, if that happens for any reason, just do away with the I am completely and just focus on powerful soul or even just power. And if you don't like power, let's say, you know, that doesn't do it for you, you have wrong connotations, then we can try peace or infinite peace. So let's just do this practice again with a different word so you get the hang of it. Because you can, you, you, for example, let's say you want to feel joy, more joy in your life. You could use the word divine joy or infinite joy or eternal joy, endless joy. <laughs> and you start feeling better already. So let, let's go back to peace because P, we all like peace. So close your eyes. You can keep your eyes open in the future, but I just want you to focus just on this and not have any distractions around you. You can just close your eyes. I'm going to take a few beautiful deep breaths. And seeing that wonderful, shining, peaceful light within yourself that you are, you are this light and you're just allowing yourself to visualize this beaming, shining, smiling, radiating. Just imagine there's a blissful being who's sitting in your brain behind your eyes, so much joy, so much peace, just so happy and content, just sitting nicely, a very small, tiny point of light. And as you Allow yourself to experience that wonderful light, that shining peace. Just think in your mind, infinite peace. Infinite peace. And keep thinking that thought, infinite peace. infinite peace.
Isn't that wonderful? So ju just a few moments of that, you know, can make a huge difference. The more you do it, the better it gets. Infinite peace or infinite joy or eternal bliss. I, I encourage you to be creative. What we're focusing on is coming back to eternal, indestructible things that are already within us. The irony of the modern world is that technology is dominating the world. Everyone's got cell phones and then there's virtual reality and there's all these endless things. But the most powerful technology of all is the technology that was able to create the technology. What technology created all the technology in the world? That's the master technology. What was that? The master technology that creates all the other technology is the mind, the power of the mind, which is in the soul. And this master technology is not being used very well and not given much attention, but it's the creator of everything else. So when you're focusing on your powerful thoughts, you're using the real technology, the master technology that is above and beyond everything else. And that is the thing that causes states of consciousness to be evolved so that you can feel much, much, much more relaxed and much more blissful. You know, like it's very obvious to me personally. Like yesterday I went online to do some stuff and I got a little bit distracted for a few minutes and I noticed feeling quite disturbed about it because there's all these negative things on the news and everything. And so technology allows us to get involved with all these things, but it doesn't provide us with any good feelings. Like the eternal spiritual energy is, you can't get it through the creation. We have to come back to the creator to get the things that are most meaningful to us. So think about what do you want to feel? What do you want to feel in your life? What do you want to feel? You can write it down. It's worth just knowing for yourself what feelings are most meaningful, most nourishing to you personally. Some people prefer love. Some people prefer peace. I mean, we all like all of them. I'm a big fan of infinite bliss, divine joy. But I also enjoy feeling divine love, infinite peace. And the more we know what we want, the more we can give our attention to that. So write down, what do you want to feel? And then ask yourself, or what is a mantra? What is a, a couple of words that you can repeat to yourself in your mind that will bring that forth? And a very simple way of doing this is simply, let's say you want to feel joy more or happiness, right? You could just think infinite happiness or I am happy or eternal happiness, right? The words are important because each human being has associated different words with different internal experiences. So for example, the word power, the word power is is just a word. What does it mean? It could mean all sorts of things. It can mean abuse of power, or it could also mean divine power, right? It's the same word. So we have to think about which different words do we feel good about and use those words. 
someone might not like the word peace, but they might like the word calm or relax. So sometimes we're having resistance to things purely based on a word that has some negative connotation based on something that happened when we were kids and we don't even remember what happened, but we just don't like the word. So when it comes to using your mind, it's very important to just tune into different words. You can write them all down and you can think, just look at them and say which ones make you feel better and which ones make you feel worse. Because if it makes you feel better, then that's a good sign. If it makes you feel worse, then, then don't use that word because you'll feel bad, you know. So you want to think which words. And you can change the, the association of words, but that's harder than just changing the word and coming up with another word. So what I would like everyone to do is just to write down one phrase that you could use in your, in your week. It might be divine peace, infinite joy, eternal bliss, total silence. And just think about a phrase or a couple of words. It could even be one word. It could just be the word calm. And we're going to think the word or the words and then we're going to hold the image because it's not just a word, it's also the consciousness, the awareness. Lots of people say mantras or affirmations, but not many people are aware that they're spiritual beings. So what we're doing here is we're aware that I actually am this spiritual being of light. And then we're using these thoughts to reconnect again and again and again back to our original nature again and again and again. It's what's called soul consciousness. And as soon as we're soul conscious, all of the negativity within us evaporates. It just disappears. As soon as we think we're a body, all the negativity comes back. As soon as we think we're a spiritual being, all of the negativity vanishes. It's really quite a miracle, actually. It's miraculous. So one minute we might be all stressed out and worried about things, and the next minute we become soul conscious and become aware that I'm this eternal being of infinite peace. <laughs> I come from a world of light. I'm only here temporarily. And all of a sudden, all that negativity just disappears. And in its, in its place, we feel beautiful vibrations of calmness wash over us. So with your, with your words, just think, what is a good word that helps you come back to that good feeling? And then hold that consciousness, that vibration, that internal image that I am this bodiless, eternal being of light. And I'm staying with that one thing over and over and over until it becomes an experience. And in order for this to be practical, we need to create sacred time, sacred time. I was mentioning earlier how all the greatest inventions in the world came from silence, from space. And you'll, if you do enough research, you'll, you'll find this is true, that whether it's scientific inventions or technological inventions or the ideas behind philosophies and all sorts of things throughout history, people have had these aha moments, these eureka moments, all of a sudden, when they're in a relaxed state and all of a sudden a spark of inspiration comes out of nowhere and this huge thing comes through and they get all these ideas and then that, when they act on those ideas, their life is massively improved. So but our modern world has destroyed, destroyed 
that sacred time because of these greedy technology companies who want us addicted to their systems. So what it means is that we have to consciously choose to make time sacred time in the day where we're not getting distracted. Joseph Murph, Joseph Campbell had a wonderful expression, follow your, your bliss. And he meant that you need to create at least an hour or two hours a day where you don't know your name, you don't know anyone else, you don't know who owes you money or what money you owe anyone else. And you just have sacred time to, to do something that you enjoy or to come back to meditation, to have space to think. So just think about this. When can you create sacred time? What time? And, and anyone who says, I haven't got any time, it's, a, it's that thought has been instilled into your brain from a sick society and it's not actually true. We, we can make time. We can make time. I, I spend weeks at a time offline and I have an online business, right? I have loads of students, loads of clients, loads of things going on, very busy. And I can be completely offline for two weeks. And I can be doing all sorts of things for, you know, have all this space, right? So it can be done. Anyone can do it. And we just have to have an interest in doing it. So just ask yourself, how can I get at least an hour of sacred time? It could be in the morning before you do anything else. It could be in the evening. It could be sometime during the day. But for us to really practice these things and for us to really have that shift in awareness and that good feeling, it needs time. It needs, it needs to be given some time. So when would be a good time for you personally because you have your own special life you have your own routine you have your own responsibilities so just think about it when can you get yourself an hour where you can just have sacred time just for yourself and if you already have an hour a day how could you get two hours and if you have two hours how could you perhaps get three hours so just just think what can you do to expand your sacred time. Just think about it for a, for a few moments. I'll give you a few little little tips that I find find helpful to help create sacred time. One thing is, is cell phones, you know, of course they can be useful, there's no doubt, um, but they can also be extremely distracting from our sacred time. So, for example, when I go out for a walk, I absolutely do not have a cell phone. In fact, one time I did bring a cell phone out on a walk when I was in Hawaii, because because one of our... Uh, students asked me to take some pictures of the ocean. So I went out with my phone that one day and I was taking pictures of the ocean and all of a sudden a huge wave came from out of nowhere and it, it knocked me over and it took the phone out of my hand and it washed it away into the ocean, <laughs> the, the, my iPhone. And, and um, Initially, I was a bit concerned about that because I didn't expect it to happen. But within about five minutes, I felt huge relief, huge relief, and I was actually very grateful. And I and I didn't get a new phone for for many many months. For about six months, five months, I didn't get another phone. I felt much better than I had in years not having a phone. So, when you go out on a walk. You know, depending on your situation, I live in nature, so I can go on trails and walks and, you know, it's safe, so I don't need a phone. So if you're in a city, it might be a bit different. But, you know, when you go out, it, if you have a phone, you're not you're going to get distracted, you're going to check messages, you're not going to be, be with nature. Basically, if you try and do anything with a phone, you're not going to be present. Um, cell phones are a fashion, and they're going out of fashion. 
people are waking up and turning them off. So you might want to get with the new fashion. The new fashion is turn off the phone, basically, turn it off. It's going out of fashion. The, the cool kids nowadays don't use cell phones. That's how it's going. So old school is the new, new school. We're coming back to what is natural. So one of the most effective ways to get more sacred space is to get with the new style and turn the thing off as much as you can. You know, turn it on when you need to, but turn it off the rest of the time. Don't sleep with a cell phone. They're, they're not meant for sleeping with. Get an alarm clock and immediately you'll have more time right away. You know, all, all the greatest meditators, the greatest spiritual teachers, they don't use cell phones all the time. So that immediately creates time. And what happens is that you save so much time, save so much time. Because te technology is very demanding. I'll give an example of this, right? I'm not online very much, but I had this idea this morning. I'm just going to go online quickly, download this thing, set up this system, and then I'll, then it would all be good. And it, I, what ended up happening is I spent 40 minutes of my sacred morning fiddling around with some technology that actually couldn't do what I wanted it to do because they changed the technology. It used to be able to do it, and then they got rid of a feature that was the whole point of me going on there. And as a result of that, I just wasted 40 minutes of my sacred morning getting frustrated, <laughs> Try, fiddling around with technology that didn't even work. Do you see what I mean? So what happens is that we think we're saving time and energy, but we're actually getting caught up in stuff and it doesn't lead anywhere. And this happens again and again and again. So what I've noticed is that when I just turn everything off, it turns out that I haven't really wasted any time and um, I get better ideas and I realize I don't even need to do things. And I'm telling you this from someone who's been doing online business and technology and all this stuff for, for 15 years now. So I'm saying this from years of experience. So if you can turn that stuff off more often, you'll have better ideas, you'll figure out ways to do things in a new way, and you'll have lots and lots of sacred time. And then once you've got your sacred time in your day, then you'll be able to think more clearly, you'll be able to feel better, you'll be able to use your mind in a better way. And you'll be able to connect with God better. Because when it comes down to it, the first thing is that we remember who we are, spiritual beings. And the point of that is that then it allows us to be able to connect with the source, with the, with the, the purifying energy, with God's divine love and divine bliss. And when we take one step of courage towards our spiritual path, whether it's doing powerful meditation or turning off the phone or claiming back time, when you take one step of courage, God gives us a thousand steps of support, a thousand steps. So you give one and you get pulled forward a thousand times more through divine help. And I've experienced this so many times in my life where I've been a bit uncertain, how is this going to happen? Can I do it? Is it possible? And then I do it anyway. And then all of a sudden, everything somehow gets better, gets easier. And I get all these support from various ways and I feel much better. And my life starts to change. So one step of courage and you get a thousand steps of support. And the more we connect with the Supreme Being, who is sending so much love down to us, so much peace, so much bliss. So we can just breathe that in, just, just like there's light shining through, there's the beautiful sunshine, the physical sun is shining. But then this is spiritual energy shining into the soul. 
And as we make sacred space, sacred time, we can sit there, we can open our hearts, and we can allow ourselves to feel that vibration. And as we do, we're being raised up. We're being pulled out of a dark place into the light, into the light. It's like being pulled up, 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 flying high in the sky, flying all the way above the clouds where the sun is always shining. And we are meant to fly. The soul is meant to fly. We're meant to fly high in the sky. So let's just take a moment just to fly up because you are a spiritual being. So just fly all the way up. Imagine you fly out of your physical awareness, up, up, up into that infinite sky. And in that infinite sky is the supreme being, like an infinite sun that's full of love, full of bliss, full of joy. And you can just bathe in that beautiful light just enjoy receiving those wonderful vibrations. And as you receive the vibrations, you can just say thank you to God in your heart. This is a wonderful being of love, sending so much blessings, so, many, so much energy. And we can just say thank you. And that thank you in our hearts allows us to be more grateful, which allows us to receive more good vibrations. So just keep that in your heart, this practice. Realize this is your sacred life, this is your sacred life, this is your life. Make sure you have enough sacred time just for you, just for you, just for your well-being. Come back to those powerful thoughts again and again. You can think that all day long as much as you want, as much as you like. It doesn't have to be just in meditation. You can be thinking powerful thoughts again and again and again. And you can go into that light again and again and again. And the more we practice this, the more we create that sacred time, the easier everything gets, the more wonderful ideas we have, and the more we can change our life and be a beautiful blessing to others. So just take that with you this week into your life and see what happens. Try it out. One of the things with spiritual practices is that we learn them and then once we learn them, the, the real, the blessing becomes, can I use that? How can I use that? How can I apply that? And then when we do, we have real change and real transformation and wonderful newness, wonderful newness. It's like life becomes fresh and exciting once we start using it. So I'm sending so many blessings for your success. And every time you have a powerful thought, you're getting energy and it's starting to make your whole life better. Thank you so much for your beautiful presence. 
wishing you a supremely blessed day and look forward to connecting with you soon. Much love. It's been such a beautiful time together. Thank you for listening. Think of one person who needs this and share this with them. If you have any questions for us, please send them to shareyourquestion.com. Go to spiritualrecharge.com for more free meditations, talks, and courses. We thank you for your beautiful presence. Keep shining your divine light in our world. So much love, and we'll connect soon.